Welcome to another Bitcoin and Beyond podcast. I'm Ben Kastner. This podcast is powered by AAX, the first exchange to make the switch to the Satoshi standard to drive the adoption of Bitcoin. Don't forget to follow us here, as well as across all our social media, and be part of the conversation. Okay, so welcome to another kind of episode of Bitcoin and Beyond. Uh, but this one is a bit different and you know as some of you know this is Shudan and um, I guess this would be a Bitcoin and beyond Shudan's journey type of uh, episode. So um, yeah, let's just explore, uh, explore questions. So we're just going to have live conversations. Uh, it's going to be kind of unprepared. Um, that's the reality of it. Mm. Back in the days, back in the days, back in the days, back in the days. So what's NFTs? <clears throat> Well, I don't know. I've been thinking about this, right? Mm-hmm. NFTs, like how to best how to best kind of think about them. I think collectibles is still the best way to think about NFTs, just mm-hmm. as a way of starting the conversation. So, like for example, when you were small, where where you grew up, did you did you like collect anything, any cards or any any something with your friends that you collected and traded? Mm, I collect Hello Kitty. And you were collecting Hello Kitty dolls. You know, I don't even know what they look like. Like, <laughs> like it's, a, it's a cat. Yes. Does it have anything to, does it look like crypto kitties? Crypto? How does crypto kitties look like? Like a cat. Cat. <laughs> Let's say you had some friends who also like it. Mm. And then were there also some like very special crypto, uh, no, uh, crypto, uh, what is it called? Like? Hello kitties. Mm. Were there also some very special hello kitties? Some of them are. Like nobody else have it? No. Some limited edition. Limited edition. Mm. Okay. So I think NFTs are best kind of compared to things with, where there's a limited edition, mm. right? Like, let's say, for example, in, uh, uh, I think it was 1962, there was the first Spider-Man comic book. Do you know Spider-Man? Yes, I know. Okay, so let's say the first, the first uh, comic book, you know, and it went to the shop, mm. and it maybe, I think it sold for something like 10 cents, maybe 12 cents, oh, very cheap. Yes, very cheap. Mm. And then in 2000, maybe 2006 or something, it sold for $6,000. Mm. It's a lot of money, yes. right? Especially if you only invested 10 cents. But the thing is, back then, when somebody buys the comic book, they're not really investing, mm-hmm. right? They're just buying a comic book. Just like when you were buying your Hello Kitty. Just you were not, I like it. You like it, mm-hmm. and you're not investing. But let's say if you keep your, do you still have them at home? Yes. With your parents? Mm. And then, let's say in the future, when you're an old grandma, you, know, <laughs> you, will, you will maybe give it to your, like your grandchildren. Mm. Mm. And if they safeguard it, and maybe even they give it to their children, you can imagine that it may be worth a lot of money, right? So I think all of these, we're actually, we're actually quite uh, familiar with these concepts, right? Of, of collectibles and things we save. For a while, I also, I was, I, you know, I was subscribed to this kind of magazine. And then every month when I got the new magazine, I also got a, a, a stone. You know, like, <laughs> no, not just a random stone, but like a special stone, like a black stone or a green stone. <laughs> No, no, this was a, a magazine about stones. Like, <laughs> I was just learning about stones, right? So I, I think this is, I don't know, just for children. I was like 10 and then I had like all these stones. But again, I have no idea where they are. So, so when it comes to collectibles, like you do actually have to collect and preserve and stuff, right? There's some responsibility. So let's say NFTs are kind of collectibles, digital collectibles, you yeah. could say. Now, normally, let's say before blockchain, before Bitcoin, mm, it's very difficult actually to collect things online, right? So let's say I take a picture of you because I want to collect that picture. So now I have a picture of Shudan and the hat. I can just send you a copy yes. or you make a copy. And then suddenly it's, it's just we have two of the same. 
and and you know it can it can copy a million times and there's no no real difference there's no difference in quality no no difference in ownership actually we all own it right maybe someone can prove that they took the picture um, but you know we already know like in the in the world of music in the world of movies in the world of uh, kind of art mm, it's a little bit of a problem nowadays, right? Or already for 20 years, when you can just kind of download music and copy this and copy that, and the people that made it and put the work into it can't actually earn money from it. So I think NFTs solve for that problem. So what's the connection between NFTs and cryptocurrencies? Mm, that's a good question. Okay, so let's say both cryptocurrency and NFTs, yeah, they're secured with cryptography. Right? Mm -hmm. So cryptography is a whole technique, you know, kind of mathematical technique that, that is used on the blockchain, um, in this case, to secure the network, to secure the assets. I don't know if it means a lot to you. I think maybe, so that's, you know, you could say they're both blockchain based, mm. um, but I think we have to go more to the core. Why, why is blockchain so special? Because blockchain, it actually, it makes it possible on the internet to have something that is unique mm. and to have something that, um, cannot just be copied mm. like it's just not possible to copy it and when I when I say copy it I mean you can't copy the ownership mm. so mm, how can I do this best right let's say there's only one of this in the world this is a, a very special glass thing beautiful. Mm, it's very beautiful mm. there's only one and and let's say this is a very expensive diamond and I hold it in my hand who is the owner you. me 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 Mm. Now I, I give it to you. Oh, thank oh, you. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Who's the owner? Me. Yes. But now let's say this was digital, mm. and you just copy it, and then both of us have one in the hand. Mm. It's quite difficult to say who's the owner, right? Yes. Because there's no owner. Mm. So mm, when we look at normal banks, you know, the big banks, the HSBCs and the Citibanks and all of them, mm. they they have a record. Mm. So if I send you money, they have to write down like, okay, Ben sent some money to Sudan, and now Sudan owns it. Mm. That's it. What blockchain does, it takes away anybody in the middle mm. and it makes it possible to never have any doubt about ownership, who owns what. Mm. But I think you still have a feeling, it seems that you still have an idea where you're like, oh, you know, there's crypto and then there's real money. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know. But I think over time, as you learn more about crypto, you, you will see there's a spectrum. So let's say something like Dogecoin. Mm. Yeah, it has some properties of money, right? You can send it to someone, mm. you can receive it, you can hold it, there's some value. Mm, but maybe it's not a very good form of money. Maybe it doesn't have... Actually, Dogecoin may, Dogecoin may be valuable for the coming 50 years just because people have so many memories of it. Mm. You know what I mean? But in that sense, it's kind of like a very bad NFT because there's billions of them and, and they're all the same. So it's kind of not an... Yeah, anyway, it, it doesn't make any sense. But, and then on top of that, the value of of normal money that you're used to, like US dollar or, or euro, mm. the value of that money over the years goes down. But how do you know that Bitcoin will not go down? No, Bitcoin can <laughs> go down. No, no, of course. I mean, today even Bitcoin went down, right? Uh. Bitcoin went down. But we're, we always have to look at the time frame. Mm. The time frame. So if we look at normal money, we can already see over the past, let's say, 40 years, even longer, it, it's gone down. And yes. Very dramatically, mm. very dangerously. With Bitcoin, we can also look for 12 years. 12 years is not short. It's not a short time. And for 12 years, it, it went up a billion percent. So there is a track record, right? There's something we can look at. We can say, wait a minute, this goes up, this goes down. Of course, in between, it goes like this. Yes. Everything does, right? Um, and then if you really want to know, like, but why does it go up? Then we have to study it deeper and say, because there are reasons why it goes up. Mm. Um, just like your uh, uh, crypto kitties, mm. 
No. No. Kitty. Hello kitties. Hello kitties. Hello kitties. Uh, will go up. Uh. Yeah, they are now worth more than they were when you grew up, and and, and that will continue because they they become more and more rare and more and more kind of kind of cultural value and stuff. It's a bit different in Bitcoin, but it just shows like there are things around where you can see a Picasso. A Picasso, a hundred years from now, will be up in price because it's even more special, right? That we, that we kept it for so long. <coughs> it's okay. Me too. Okay, next question. Man. What's the next question? So, um... Two thousand years later. <laughs> it's like a secret thing. <laughs> like my diary. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. Understand. Back in the days, back in the days, back in the days, back in the days. So, why do I see more paintings or animations when people are talking about NFTs? Mm. And can music or other things be NFTs? Yeah, 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 that's a good point. I think that's a very good question. I think the reason for that is very simple because a lot of people want to participate now. They want to take part, they want to mm -hmm. also make NFTs, right? And so I think art is quite accessible because anybody can create art, right? Because I think it's a human ability, it's a human capacity to create art, every human on earth. However, you know, for, for art to be successful, you need a community, you need a story, right? You need um, a kind of a skill to kind of perfect that art. There's a lot of work to be done. You can't just take a picture of a toilet and sell it and say it's art. I mean, you can if you build a community around it, if you build a story, if you, you know, um, you know the right people. Like there's a lot of stuff that comes into, into you know into, to make art successful, right? Mm. So NFT should be a digital format. Mm. But I saw an NFT is a painting printed mm. out. Oh, a real painting. Yes. Oh, oh, but that doesn't matter. The, the NFT, the NFT doesn't, um, the NFT doesn't mean it can only be digital. What's digital is the recording of the ownership. So mm. this plant can be an, can be. We can take a picture. We take some notes so that we really know this is the plant. Mm. And then we, we put all that data onto the blockchain and make it an NFT. And then I sell it to you. And then you go around and you're like, I own that plant. And people are like, oh, prove it to me. You're like, oh, look on the blockchain. Look, this is the exact plant that we're talking about and I own it. So in a way, like the blockchain part is not so much to, to store. I mean, it could be, but it's not so much about the fact that it's digital. It's, it's just ownership. Everybody can copy it. Everybody can see it on their laptop. But who owns it? Back in the days, back in the days, back in the days, back in the days.